am Tina Jackson, and welcome to You Beautiful Creation. Today I have my co-host, Renee Clements. Hello, hey. Renee. How are you, Tina? <laughs> good, good, good. Good to see you guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> good to be here. <laughs> it's a wonderful time here at this Orion on TV, this wonderful yeah. studio in Lake Orion, Michigan. And we are so thankful for the studio. I am so Amen. thankful for... Yeah. On the way driving here, even mm -hmm. Tina, you know, I was thinking about it. So, Lord, it's such a, a privilege to be able mm -hmm. to have this facility, and they're so open to let mm -hmm. us, you know, share you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Just making it real personal about Him. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And um, mm -hmm. there's not many places you can do that, right? You know, in the public. Yeah, and also um, the other locations. I want to give a shout out to you, as well as Waterford, Clarkston, mm -hmm. um, um, the place near Grand Rapids, Wyoming, Wyoming, Michigan. Praise God. Praise God. And iTunes and SoundCloud and YouTube. You know, shout yeah. out for all that. You know, we're so thankful to be able to share this message with you today. Yeah. And uh, today, I have just been stirring in me, Miss Renee, yes. about the Samaritan woman. <laughs> the Samaritan woman at the well. So this is a story that may, some of you may know, some of you may not know. And I just really, the Lord has been dealing with me, I'd say about a good month or two. And I just cannot seem to get off the Samaritan woman. Mm -hmm. And I am like, okay, Lord, well, we're just going to run with it. We're going to see where it goes. Amen. And hopefully it'll be an encouragement to you and give you a little bit of encouragement as well. Amen. So I'd like to start off in John 4, and I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. So mm -hmm. yay. That's cool. And so bear with me. It's going to be quite a bit of reading, but we'll, we'll get through it, okay? Um, so actually I'll start at uh, John 4, verse 4. Five. And Jesus arrived at Samaria village in Sychar, near the, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph long ago. Wearied by his long journey, he sat at the edge of Jacob's well. He sent his disciples into the village to buy food, for it was already noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink of water. Surprised, she said, why would a Jew man ask a Samaritan woman for a drink of water? And Jesus replied, if only you knew who I am, the gift of God wants to give you. You'd ask me for a drink and I'd give you living water. The woman replied, but sir, you don't even have a bucket and this well is very deep. So where do you find this living water? Do you think that you are greater than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it himself along with his children and livestock? Jesus answered, If you drink from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again and again. But if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never thirst again and will be forever satisfied. For when you drink the water that I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, springing up and flooding you with endless, with, with endless life. The woman replied, Let me drink that water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to come back here to draw water. And Jesus said, Go get your husband and bring him back here. But I'm not married, the woman answered. That's true, Jesus said, for you've been married five times and now you're living with a man who's not your husband. You have told the truth. 
The woman said, You must be a prophet. So tell me this, Why do our fathers worship God here on this nearby mountain, but your people teach that Jerusalem is the place that we must worship? Which is right? And Jesus responded, Believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you won't worship the Father on this mountain, nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. Your people really don't know the one they worship. We Jews worship out of experience, for it's from the Jews that salvation is made available. From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but the right heart. For God is a spirit and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. And the woman said, oh, this is all so confusing, but I do know that the anointed one is coming, the true Messiah. And when he comes, he will tell us everything we need to know. And Jesus said to her, you don't know, you don't have to wait any longer. The anointed one is here speaking with you. I am the one you are looking for. At that moment, the disciples returned and they were stunned to see Jesus speaking to the Samaritan woman. Yet none of them dared to ask him why or what they were discussing. All at once, the woman dropped her water, can water jar and ran off to the village and told everyone, come and meet a man at the well who told me everything I've ever done. Could, he could be the anointed one we've been waiting for. Hearing this, the people came streaming out of the village to go see Jesus. Amen. I'm going to take a little break because I read a lot to you right there. But I want to right now just go back and let's pick a little bit apart about what is going on with the Samaritan woman. Because it is very interesting that this Samaritan women or Samaritan people did not associate with the Jews. What is interesting is the Samaritans are from the line of Ephraim and uh, Man Manas um, the Manas Methesda, I believe that's how you say his name. I'm so sorry. Um, and they are of the Jewish tribe from Jacob and, and Joseph. So they really held on to the, the traditions of the Torah. And they are looking for the Messiah. They are truly worshiping the Lord and they believe that they should worship the Lord on this one mountain and the Jews believe on another mountain. And when you look at the history, there's a reasoning why they both believe these things, but they both are looking for the Messiah, the Samaritan and the Jew. And there are some history information that says that the Samaritans were into paganism. They got mixed into paganism at some point. And that's, and that's another reason why the Jews sort of kind of cut them off. But they were, they were truly searching for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And here this woman is at the well. Jesus is thirsty. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this. I said, Lord, you are thirsty and you're asking her for a drink, which totally appalled her. Like, <laughs> you're asking me for a drink? Uh, Jews and Samaritans don't talk to each other. You know, don't you remember you're Jewish people, you hate us? Sort of kind of, you know, it sort of kind of like reminds me of, you know, it, it's sort of kind of like a church thing as I'm seeing like a parallel 
between very religious people and then people that love God and but yet are they got their foot into the world. They're they're they they got one leg in the world and one leg into Jesus and they're sort of kind of because the Samaritans were into paganism as well. So th there's like a mixture, a foddering that's going on, hmm. and you know, and and not to say anything about these five husbands. Um, you know, I don't know if she was a loose woman or if her five husbands died, but obviously she was living with a man who was not her husband, and she, you know, Jesus perceives that. So. I, as I look at this parallel, I am just so astonished by this, by this Samaritan woman speaking with Jesus and Jesus telling her, you know, give me a drink of water. And she's like, well, you know, you know, why, why would you ask me? And then him saying, well, actually, if you gave me, if I gave you the water that you would ask of me, it would be the drink of the Holy Spirit the fountain that will spring up into you. And that is such a key because when Jesus dies and gets resurrected, and when we look at the book of Acts, he tells his disciples, wait here until the Holy Spirit comes upon you because you're gonna receive power. And when you look at the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the very essence that raised Jesus from the dead. And Jesus is talking to her saying, if you want eternal life, you need the Holy Spirit and I'm the one that can give it to you. And so she is interested. Hey, I'm interested. I want this eternal life. I want, I want to know more about this. And so you're able to tap into the Holy Spirit. And my question for some of these, even yourself, you may know a portion of God and you may be dabbling in the world as well, but do you have the Holy Spirit? Are you seeking the Jesus at a level of, of really knowing him. And, um, in, in, you know, she, she talks about, you know, the, the drink, you know, give me a drink, and, and he's, he's willing to. And I love, too, that she talks about, she talks to Jesus, she says, hey, Jesus, you know, give me an answer even about which mountain are we supposed to worship on, you know? You know, he, he, she just has a personal conversation with Jesus. And I find that so precious because you can have that too. If you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus, you can have that. He's willing and wanting to answer your question. He's like, it's neither a mountain. <laughs> it's your heart. Right. It's your heart. Yeah. Because he said, didn't he say prior to where you were talking about, he said that they'll worship me in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. That, in essence, has to take on your relationship, your communion once again with the Lord and fellowship mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. He's made it available to you. And I love how, you know, you use that analogy of like religious people as opposed to those that really are the true worshipers of God. Because mm -hmm. the Father said, he said, I'm going to have me a people that will worship me in spirit and in truth. Right. And so that, in essence, was those that were the true worshipers that know that they can come unhibited, unhibited, what do I say? Inhibited. Thank uninhibited. you. Yes. They're not, you know, <laughs> yes. no, you know nothing's blocking yes. it. You know, right. they can freely come as the Father's made available mm -hmm. for you and I to mm -hmm. do that through, you know, yeah. the fellowship of the Lord Jesus. Go ahead. Right. And, you know, I guess I should probably read the end of the story because we got to read the end of the story, right? <laughs> and I apologize for stopping, but I was like so excited. So, so okay, so let's go back into this John 4. And, and you know, today's just a really, just looking at the Word of God today and telling, and telling about the story and picking it apart. And this is what I do 
when I fellowship with the Lord and study with the Lord. I read a, a story, and this is what I encourage you to do. Read it, reread it, and read it again, and mm -hmm. ask questions to the Lord, like, why, Lord, why? And there's gonna be some whys I'm gonna say at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we just read that. Okay, so she went to the villages to say, hey, come see a man that told me everything about myself, right. you know? And then in 31, it says, and then the disciples, they came back to Jesus. Then the disciples began to insist that Jesus eat some of the food that they brought back from the village saying, teacher, you must eat something. But Jesus told them, don't worry about me. I have eaten a meal you don't know about. Puzzled by this, the disciples began to discuss among themselves, did, did someone already bring him food? Where did he get his meal? Then Jesus spoke up and said, my food is doing the will of him who sent me and bringing it to completion. Verse 35, as the crowds emerged from the village, Jesus said to his disciples, why would you say the harvest is another four months away? Look at all the people coming. And now just imagine that. He's looking in the distance and he sees a crowd coming from the village to hear what he has to say. There are people willing to hear. As we go on in the end of verse 35, now is harvest time, right now. For your, their hearts are like vast fields of ripened grain, ready for spiritual harvest. Amen. Spiritual harvest. Amen. And anyone who reaps these souls for eternal life will receive a reward. And those who planted the spiritual seeds and those who reap the harvest will celebrate together with great joy. Amen. And this confirms the saying, one sows the seed and another reaps the harvest. I have sent you out to harvest a field that you haven't planted, where many others have labored long and hard before you. And now you are privileged to profit from their labors and reap the harvest. So there were many from Samaritan villages who became believers in Jesus because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. And they began to believe. And they be, then they begged Jesus to stay with them. So he stayed for two days, resulting many coming to the faith in him because of his teachings. Verse 42, we're wrapping it up. Then the Samaritan said to the woman, Samaritan said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you have told us, but we, now we have heard him ourselves and are convinced that he is the true savior of the world. Amen and amen. That is though the key. The harvest is ripe. There are so many people that are spiritually hungry, spiritually looking for where is Jesus? Where is this, this manifestation? It is what we, he calls the, the drinking of the water is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. the fountain that's gonna spring up in you that you can experience while you are here on earth. And Jesus is in heaven. God is, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father who is in heaven. The Holy Spirit is, is what is wanting to bubble up inside of you as you receive. And then the harvest becomes ripe because you get spiritually born again. 
And I believe that's even in John 3 where Nicodemus and John are, uh, Jesus are talking and about being spiritually born again. You have to be born not only of the flesh, but of the spirit to reap eternal life. You need the Holy Spirit to get this body up and out of here. <laughs> amen and amen, right? You can't do it in your own liking, in your own flesh. Mm -hmm. You can't get yourself up, you know, the Holy Spirit has to lift your spirit man up and out. And it is, it is wonderful. It is glorious. And that is the ripe harvest. And for those of you that I want to encourage you that you have sown seed into people and you have told people about the word, but you didn't see the harvest. Mm -hmm. Keep on going because you will reap a harvest yeah. of others who have sown in your place. We're sowing seed to you if you haven't heard this before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely had to hear the word of the Holy Spirit before I could receive them. I had no knowledge. I was grown up Catholic. I didn't know that if there was a Holy Spirit that could, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I don't, I missed it. I just totally missed the gospel <laughs> growing up in the Catholic faith. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. Well, maybe it wasn't presented quite. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mission, why I'm so strong on trying to help you receive the Holy Spirit. And it's easy. Receiving the Holy Spirit is simply just asking. Mm -hmm. Ask, you shall receive. Amen. So right now, I, I know this is in the middle of the program here. We're just going to have a time of salvation to receive Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit, because there is eternal life that can be granted to you. And then you get to have communion and fellowship with the Lord God Almighty. Amen. So not only do you get your sins washed and not only do you get to go to heaven, but you get to come into fellowship and alignment to talk right to God and get through that veil and come into the Holy of Holies. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. So let's go ahead and receive the Holy Spirit <laughs> and you may even begin to speak in other languages. And mm -hmm. I encourage you when the Holy Spirit, receiving the Holy Spirit, you begin to talk in other languages of heaven and also of the known things of the earth because mm -hmm. you begin to have the seed of Abraham. And there's every tongue and tribe that you receive when you receive tongues. Mm -hmm. And this is a part of Acts. When the Holy Spirit came upon them, this is Pentecost with the little flaming fire above your head. You get zeal, you get fire. Amen. I mean, we got fire. Amen. <laughs> We're excited <laughs> and we want you excited because this world is so depressing at yes. times and you need that fire to, Amen. you know, to burn the chaff, burn out the evil, you know, Amen. and get transformed and to become into the image of Jesus Christ, Amen. you know, daily. It's a daily burning away, burning away the flesh, burning away the, the sickness, burning away whatever it is that's not of God. Amen. If it's not in heaven, it shouldn't, you know, if it's, you know, you should be manifesting heaven here on earth. Amen. So getting that into alignment. So let's get the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah, amen. 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 <laughs> amen. Well, let's get this well, living water. Can I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to interject this too, Tina, as you're saying that the Lord's death, burial, and resurrection has a lot to do with what she's saying right here. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus said, he said, it's expedient that I go away, that the Holy Spirit come. Mm -hmm. And her and I were talking yesterday about that because Jesus had not been glorified yet. Mm -hmm. And so that, in essence, was our gateway, if you will, to receiving the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and Him being available to us because at the time when Jesus walked the earth, it was more so to Him directly. Mm -hmm. And then by Him dying as that seed, if you will, mm -hmm. so that many seeds, many of us of that seed mm -hmm. are now like Him. Mm -hmm. Because in a lot of people say, well, what is being a Christian? Christian means Christ-like. 
-hmm. You've accepted the Lord Jesus into your heart and your life and made him the Lord of your life as well. By doing that, you take upon him and come to know him. And inwardly, that because of that new birth spiritually, mm -hmm. you then therefore radiate him. Amen. He said Amen. that Christ be molded and shaped in you. Yes. The hope of glory. Yes. Right. A new creation. Yes. And all Absolutely. things of old just die away. Yes. So your your past does not define you anymore. Right. Your your even if you had a crappy crappy childhood, that just just let it go. Oh yeah. And you become a new creation, and you be, have this newness of life that just springs yes. up in you. And that is what you have to get, trans it's, it's about receiving Jesus. When we receive, we receive Jesus, receiving his character, receiving his everything, mm -hmm. and dying to yourself, dying to your fleshly desires, dying to sexual immorality, dying to, to, to drinking or drugs or depression or depression, and just, just let it go. It does nothing but destroy you. Right. And all the more, the Holy Spirit wants to come in and strengthen you to resist the evil, right. resist those temptations, come into fellowship, get clothed with Christ, mm -hmm. and you become a new creation. Yeah. That is what yeah. Jesus did. He wants you strong and being it's, it's like royalty here on earth. Amen. You are to take this land back to do good, not evil, to do good. Right and to stand for righteousness and holiness and letting that veil come off your eyes. Mm -hmm. And it is wonderful, it's glorious. Yes, it is, because you know, in essence, you know, the Bible talks about, he said, you know the, the tree by its fruit, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because of, you know, accepting the Lord in that new nature that you now have as a new creation in Christ Jesus, you know what? You begin mm -hmm. to produce his kind of fruit, mm -hmm. which is love, joy, peace, patience. Mm -hmm. You know, kindness. You know, the love of the Father now dwells within you. That's mm -hmm. that's you, the new creature. Creature. Yeah. You know, and a new creation in Him. Right. Now that you've received Him, right. Right. So all those other things, the old man then therefore died. Mm -hmm. He's buried and he's gone. Mm -hmm. You know, because of your new life in the Lord Jesus now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and Jesus is willing because even looking at this this scripture, these this story. Mm -hmm. Remember, Jews and Samaritans didn't talk with each other. And he is like, I want to talk with you. Yes. I want to help you. Amen. Go call the village. And the whole village came. A ton of Samaritans came to this Jewish man. Mm -hmm. And remember, that wasn't like the custom back then. That's why the disciple, why are you talking to her? And he's like, no, no. They're willing to hear and I'm willing to receive them. He's willing to receive you. I don't care what you did, what you've done, mm -hmm. where, how bad things have been. Yeah. He wants you and he wants you to be redeemed from that. That's why he stayed two days with them, two days. Uh, he Amen. stayed with the Samaritans. That is huge. <laughs> it is huge because Jews didn't do that. And he's like, I'm gonna take the time to sow into you. Amen. And we're taking this time to sow into you because we want you to rise up. Yes. To Amen. no longer be defeated. I don't care if you've never been raised in the Jew, in the in the Christian, oh. or the, the the religious. I hope it's not religion. I hate religion. <laughs> you know, it's just, right. you know, and and it's just like receive Jesus. Yeah, you have a reverence for Him, mm -hmm. but there's a tweaking, and yeah. you need the Holy Spirit. So let's receive Him now, because we only got like four minutes left. <laughs> Amen. 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 So, <laughs> Amen. So, Heavenly Father, yes. uh, just just say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. 
I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Washing away my sins. Wash me, Lord. Washing right now. He's just washing you right now. Just yes. whoosh, just feel all that coming off you. And some of you are feeling a weight come off you. Some of you are just feeling this liquid stuff just, just ooze off of you. Thank Praise you, be Lord. to God. Yes. And calling forth, say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Fill me with your agape love. Fill me with your agape love. And right love. now he's healing. He's healing parts of people's hearts you, and bodies right now. This agape love yes. is just coming Thank into you. you. Praise Jesus. God. Yes. And just say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill me afresh. Fill me afresh. And, and, and strengthen me. Strengthen me. Have me speak in your tongues. Thank you, Lord, for me speaking in tongues, Lord. Yes, and begin to let that begin to bubble yes. out. And just, I encourage you by faith, begin yes. to articulate yes. some um, some thank syllables. Whatever begins to bubble up, you just start articulating it out into the atmosphere. Don't think it, speak it. And it may just be syllables. Whatever it may be, just let that flow. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit's beginning to fill you afresh. And you are getting a touch from the Lord. Just keep on letting it rip. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is a heavenly language that you can just continually tap into. And as we go off the air, I continue to, I encourage you to continue to let that roll out of you. That's eternal life. There's healing that begins to manifest because it's God yes. speaking through you. When yes. you speak in tongues, it is God. Yes. God Thank is God speaking God. through you. Yes. And the Holy Spirit only hears what the Father says. It's healing your body. It's making things straight among your atmosphere. I encourage you to tap into some other of our links of understanding the Holy Spirit, understanding mm-hmm. speaking in tongues. Uh, we have episode 11 and 12 and many other episodes on our YouTube channel. Plug into that. We want you to get educated. I even have a book, Mysteries Revealed on Speaking in Tongues. I got an affiliated link to Amazon. Click on that. Buy the book. You know, there's so much out there, and I encourage you, tap into the Holy Spirit because you need that infilling to take you to that next level. Amen. This year, 2020, is your year yes, to be God. catapulted to that Amen. next level. Don't live down Amen. here when you can live up here. Amen. Praise be to God. Yes. Hallelujah. Feel to the fullness. In Woo! Jesus name. Glory! Yay. Yay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yes. 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 God. You have any closing statements for 20 seconds here? Just receive. Just receive. You want everything that the Father God has for you. That's the main thing. Is he's filled to the fullness is what the Mm -hmm. Lord wants for each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. Walking in the fullness, in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that over you, in Jesus' name. Yes, growing, going from glory to glory with the Lord. Yes, yes. In Jesus' name. Yes, all things have passed away, all things become new. Amen. And I encourage you, take a look at the word, continue to speak in tongues. For um, I want to thank you for joining us today. I'm Tina Jackson. I'm Renee Clement. And you are a beautiful creation in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, God. Bye.